0: Title IX has a set of uh, standards that universities need to meet to support equitable opportunities and access for men's and women's athletes. And we are committed to being uh, compliant, and then some, with Title IX.
1: Monday, October 9th, marked the 100th day in office for the new president of the University of Oregon, Carl Schultz. Daily Emerald staff had an opportunity to meet with Schultz and get his input on topics ranging from the university's switch to the Big Ten, student workers unions, and the university's recent alleged Title IX violations against women's sports teams. Keep listening to Hear Schultz as he reflects on his time spent in office so far. Um, So today is your 100th day exactly in office. Um, So what has gone well so far for you, and what do you think could be improved going forward?
0: Hmm. Uh, I love being here. So the most exciting aspect has been the really incredibly warm reception people have had and the excitement that people, whether students, staff, faculty, alumni have for the University of Oregon. Uh, I come from the Midwest. People are very, very nice there, but I've just been Really uh, amazed by the by the warmth and the passion that people have for the place and then discovering uh, aspects of the University of Oregon these these just magnificent strengths that uh, I sort of knew at one level existed but learning more specifics about it has been a, a great joy. Um, really, I, I wouldn't change anything. So I'm, the <laughs> I'm not going to answer the uh, uh, what would you, what would you change? What would you do differently? Uh, it's just been uh, it's been exhilarating.
1: When you were being interviewed for your current position as president, how did being provost at another Big Ten university play into your interview? If it did, were there discussions on the potential move during your interviews?
0: Of course, I was drawing on the experiences that I had as provost. Uh, when seeking out this opportunity. Um, through the interview process, you get generic questions about what's the future of athletics for the University of Oregon? or um, And I, I would talk about how athletics can be a wonderful front door for the university. There's a lot of people who learn about the University of Oregon, whether prospective students or alums through the athletic program, and then often they, I won't say migrate, they still may stay passionate about uh, the athletic program, but find other points of contact with the university um, on the non-athletic side. And that's a, that's a, that's a fun journey to see people uh, take. Now, one of the potential downsides, right? It's greater travel for our student athletes. So 45% of our student athletes have no change in travel. And so that means they aren't, they aren't competing in sort of dual <laughs> competition with Big Ten institutions. That would be acro and tumbling, uh, men's and women's cross country, men's and women's indoor track, men's and women's outdoor track. So for the 55% of sports that have more travel, we will work to try to minimize the effects of those travel. For example, the volleyball team, for their out-of-conference schedule this year, went to Hawaii and went to Pittsburgh. Now that they'll be doing more travel for the Big Ten, we can make sure that out-of-conference games or meets or matches, in the case of volleyball, are done closer to home. And so we can try to make, do that fine-tuning of schedule in order to try to lessen the travel bur- burdens on our student-athletes.
1: Um so regarding the most recent allegations against the University of Oregon by women student athletes how do you want UVO to move forward in this event how can UVO provide financial aid to women athletes equal to the amount given to male athletes
0: mm-hmm. So again let me s- start with the, the 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 higher level aspiration and that is to create great experiences for all of our athletes female and male athletes. Um, we are very attentive to, to Title IX considerations. The university has been in compliance and will continue to be in compliance with the requirements of Title, Title IX. Um, the Office of Civil Rights is currently undergoing a review right now of the university. Um, and again, we will we will stay in compliance with the with the restrictions of Title IX. Now that's compliance, that's kind of setting a a minimal standard and we aspire to do better. We aspire to create uh, great experiences. And so you you can point to things like Women in Flight, which raised over $15 million for uh, our female student-athletes, and you know, I think Oregon is justifiably proud of, of that effort, and we'll continue to seek opportunities to support our women athletes. I don't know about the, those figures or the accuracy of those figures. Um, probably a better question to ask uh, our athletics director, Rob Mullins. That's a level of granularity that presidents uh, don't, don't get into. I need to rely on on talented talented colleagues to um, do the work in their respective uh, areas.
1: So, as I'm sure you know, the Graduate Teaching Fellows Federation has been bargaining for higher salaries for quite some time, and I was just kind of wondering what your plan is for this coming year to help GEs have a livable wage um, when you know kind of affordable housing has been decreasing and helping them. Secure a contract.
0: Um, the GE's are now uh, kind of next in the queue, so to speak, about uh, uh, negotiating their contract. We have well-established processes between uh, representatives of the union and campus, and we are following that process. We. Um, uh, deeply respect the work that our uh, graduate students and graduate employees do. Um, we want to support them. We recognize how vital they are for the university, um, and we'll let the, the process play out. I'm going to retreat to uh, you know, sort of generalities to say we aspire to support all employees at the University of Oregon. Paying particularly particular attention to our least well compensated, but at the same time we are subject we manage budget constraints, and um, we're primarily a tuition driven institution. Um, It's hard to see a lot of headroom on our existing tuition, both for in-state and out-of-state students, and so it feels like we're threading needles in how we um, try to navigate those. yeah, but it's a challenging fiscal environment.
1: Some students have talked about the lack of representation of maybe their ethnicity or, you know, faculty of color. And I was wondering if you had any plans for the future to kind of secure more faculty of color.
0: The university has uh, done a lot. That's one of the, the, the joys in the job of seeing how much uh, careful work has been done. On diversity, equity, and inclusion. We will continue to try to be aggressive in hiring whether staff or faculty uh, to enhance representation. Mm-hmm. That is in service of I think a, a higher aspiration and that is trying to develop a, a, a deep sense of belonging on campus where every student, every faculty, every staff colleague can find some place on campus where they truly feel, I belong. This is here in part for me. The president, except for a handful of positions, mm-hmm. doesn't directly recruit. So yeah. the recruiting is often happening in the units or the schools, colleges, departments. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, collective, it's a collective, like so much of the university, it's a, it's a collective desire. And uh, we make it a, a, a priority.
1: What is your mission as the 19th president of the University of Oregon?
0: Missions have to be collectively defined and so my Aspirations for the first several months is to try to authentically listen and learn. Now, I come in with a set of you know long experience in higher education. And so I have ideas uh, associated with student success. I'm hoping collectively that we can improve on four-year and six-year graduation rates. And by thinking about graduation rates, it encompasses like, everything that affects the student experience. I would love for the University of Oregon to be a leader among public universities in career preparation for our students. Uh, I want to, I already mentioned, uh, foster a deeper sense of belonging and interrogating what it means to have a campus of flourishing. I want to help us. Leverage the things that make the University of Oregon distinctive. I think we can use this, you know, wonderful reputation for innovation and entrepreneurship and success of athletics to elevate the whole, the whole university. And so that's that's the longer run aspiration to try to have as much alignment as we can across students, staff, faculty in where we want to go, and then try to move as rapidly as we can toward being even better than we are now.